Hey everybody, before we get started, I want to let you know, the views and opinions expressed in The Hustle are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy of position of any agency of Pants Pending Studios and possibly even the person saying it. These are just jokes, people. Assumptions made within the podcast are not reflective of the position of any Pants Pending entity. Now on with the show. You're listening to The Hustle. Oh, there's not enough liquor and therapy in the world to undo that. On the Pants Pending Studios Podcast Network. Holy shit. Okay, I'm though. fired up. Let's go! Okay, though. Fuck Green Mountain! Fuck Green Mountain! Fuck Green Mountain! Oh, man. Fuck Green Mountain. I gotta go to Colorado. Fuck those guys. I'm gonna work them like a fucking puppet. Oh, God. But did you hear the kids? Like, if you, um... Everybody, let's get Green Mountain! Get them! Fuck them! Fuck, em! <coughs> Fuck their wives! Fuck their friends! Fuck their friends! I don't care! I don't care who hurt us! Okay, we're coming to Colorado! And if we're coming to Green Mountain, we're coming for you! Timmy, stop crying! You did that hockey stick up that Green Mountain player's ass! Yeah, we're gonna stick it up your ass! God damn it! Yeah! Get a chicken mic and work it up his ass! <laughs> And now for our feature presentation. It's all a facade. It's The Hustle with your host, Adam Tucker. The rules for the gangbang were not up her alley. He just sits there and he's like, hey, hey, hey. Somehow a blowjob line starts. How does that happen? Travis Powell with the news. I don't want everybody to know that I love balls. I made boom boom again. Can't take off my diaper. Boy, have I seen some big, beautiful dicks around this country. And that babbling ass will. Making the panties wet and the penises hard. Fuck it, I want gravy. Riddle me this <laughs> with your dick. All that matters is that you're hustling. When you wish upon a star. Hustle. I honestly think we, we have to be in some sort of, like, road picture. You know, like, you know, the hustle has to do, like, some travel, like, road. Like, oh. Like well, bait. we'd all have to travel in the same place at that, the same time. That would be the thing. Like, we'd have to find, like, some, like, situation. Like, we'd have to create a movie where we're, like, traveling. You know, almost like the old John Hughes. Like, I'm not saying, like, Bing Crosby, you know, Bob Hope road pictures, but, like, Almost like planes, trains, and automobiles, or like Dutch, <laughs> oh, you know, God. like the 80s road pictures where we get stuck somehow and like in this misadventure, you know, from point A to point B. I'd say it, like, we, we could pull that off. Like, that would be sweet. Like, the three of us in like a road picture, that'd be awesome. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Now, the problem is we'd have to sit down and fucking write the thing and then actually do it. You know, that'd be, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it, oh, yeah. So Road to Rubles will be the new uh, uh, new, uh Patreon. Patreon. Uh, yeah, right in. Sure. <laughs> uh, com is how you can get a hold of us or go to pantspending.com and you can find us somewhere in there. Uh, yeah. Hello, Travis. Uh, Hi. We are, we are Sans Will. Yeah. Uh, he is apparently uh, wrangling the Garth Brooks crowd. Ha, wrangling. Because they're country folk. Ha ha ha! Gotta love that. 
So yeah, uh, it's just uh, Travis and I. Yeah. And uh, you know what? Uh, we were we we usually start off talking about our Patreon campaign yeah. for for monies. How about we do that? Yes. Uh, you know what? You can support this podcast and any of the podcasts on this network. Yeah. Such as Why Haven't I Seen This? Yeah. The Nerd. Yeah. The Burr Martin. Yeah. Thing. Woo. Was it experience? The, the experience, because oh, it's okay. not just a show; it's an experience. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Uh, the darkest corner—the only yep. redeeming uh, ep- any, uh, podcast on the network. I don't know. There's, I mean, Burr Martin, and I mean, the Social Hour. Have you listened to any either of those? Uh, uh, I've listened to Burr Martin. Burr Martin, I listened to. Interesting. Yeah, I've, Burr Martin. I still I like haven't Burr. listened to the Social Hour. Social Hour, I I, I listen to every every now. And then. Now and again, I, I pop in for a few minutes. and Do you? Yeah. I think maybe I'll try it once. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to support any <laughs> of these fine quality podcasts. <laughs> thought I'd go, eh, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, eh. Oh, yeah, and uh, Case No Point. No? I mean, is it still even happening? Is it? I mean, is it? I mean, Glenn's been really busy. I don't know. Um, <laughs> hey, Glenn. Hey. Uh, he's been busy, but I think it still exists. It exists, yeah. I don't I think... know if he's done any new ones yeah, in I don't, a year. I don't think so. <laughs> but that's all right. He's a busy guy. He's got like 14 bands that yeah. he's a part of now, and he's like been doing Traverses with me. And uh, Oh, that's why. And then he's busy. Oh. But the reason only... we don't have any no new or case no point is because of Travis. Get him. What? But no. But no, it's fine. No, it's no, he only does it like one night a week with me, and the last couple of weeks have been like tied up because of things about. No, he has fourteen bands. He's he's like doing all sorts of things. He's super busy. It's not just me. He's on all sorts of projects. No, no, get a chicken leg. No. Uh, God, I love that angry mob button. <laughs> God damn, that chicken dumb sketch is fun. Uh, so uh, we love you, Glenn, and we'd love to hear more of your podcast. Yeah. Uh, so if you give us money, yeah, you can if there Glenn. is an avalanche of money that says bring back Case No Point, you yes. have no choice right? but to ditch Traverses yes. and come to no <laughs> Case No Point. So if you want to see Traverses die for the ninth time <laughs> no, and, and see Glenn Case back on the network, please uh, donate to Patreon.com. <laughs> Oh, now I feel bad. I don't want to <laughs> see that. Uh, yeah. Uh, so go on to patreon.com slash pants pending, something like that. You'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. And then you'll find your way to us and yeah. to give us money. Uh, yeah. Yay. Parental discretion is advised. If they want the nickel and dime stuff, I'll tell you one thing we can do. What's that, sir? This time of the year, there should be a hotline you can call with questions about cooking turkeys, a special 800 number where the phones are staffed by experts. There is. What do you mean? The Butterball hotline. Butterball has a hotline? Yeah. It's an 800 number. The phones are staffed by experts. Are you kidding me? No. God, I'm sorry. I love my country. Charlie, get me the number for the Butterball hotline. Yes, sir. With what? Hello? What the hell is it? Hello? How can I help you, sir? Well, first let me say, I think this is a wonderful service you provide. Well, thank you. May I have your name, please? I'm a citizen. I'm sure you are, sir, but if I have your name, I can put your comments in our customer feedback form. 
I'm Joe Bethersonton. That's one T and with an H in there. And your address? Fargo. Your street address, please? Zip code Fargo, North Dakota, right now. My street address is 11454 Pruder Street. And it's very important that you put street down there because sometimes it gets confused with Pruder Way and Pruder Lane. It's apartment 23R, Fargo, North Dakota. Zip code 50504. Thank you. Your voice sounds very familiar to me. I do radio commercials for products. And how can I help you? Stuffing should be stuffed inside the turkey. Am I correct? It can also be baked in a casserole dish. Well, then we'd have to call it something else, wouldn't we? I suppose. If I cook it inside the turkey, is there a chance I could kill my guests? I'm not saying that's necessarily a deal breaker. Well, there are some concerns. Two main bacterial problems are salmonella and campylobacter jejuna. All right. Well, first of all, I think you made the second bacteria up. And second of all, how do I avoid it? Make sure all the ingredients are cooked first. Saute any vegetables, fry sausage, oysters, etc. Excellent. Let's talk temperature. 165 degrees. No, see, I was testing you. The USDA calls for turkeys to be cooked to an internal temperature of 180 to 185 degrees. Yes, sir. I was talking about the stuffing, which you want to cook to 165 to avoid the health risks. Okay. Good testing. You have an accurate thermometer? Oh, yeah. It was presented to me as a gift from the personal sous chef to the king of auto sales in Fargo. Phil Behind. The man can sell a car like, well, like anything. Very good, sir. You have a good Thanksgiving. And you do, too. Thanks a lot. That was excellent. We should do that once a week. Are you ready to hustle? <laughs> God damn it. West Wing. Oh, is that what that's It's from West Wing. God oh. damn it. Fucking Will. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I was like, wait, that's Martin Sheen. So if that's Martin Sheen, there's only one thing that Will watches that has fucking Martin <laughs> Sheen in it. God damn it. Ah, he snuck the West Wing in on us. I should have thought of that. I just ah. didn't. I'm like, what are we listening I was to? Like, that is the West Wing, what and that is, is brilliant. That is a brilliant scene. I love that. He's like the president is trying to ask for <laughs> cooking advice. That's fucking great. I love it. She's like, I think you I sound familiar. You sound familiar. I love that. She's like, no, no I do a lot of um, um, ads. Um, <laughs> I just love it. He's like, um, uh, I'm a citizen. I fucking love that. I'm a citizen. I've uh, I have not watched uh, any of the West Wing. I've only seen a couple of uh, little uh, cutscenes from it that are really cool. Yeah, but. same here. I really haven't watched it. Um, the the majority, and this is really funny because the majority of the West Wing that I know of is from Will. Oh, it's like, yeah, that's really it. A lot of <laughs> clips or any audio scenes, audio scenes or whatever, have been because Will has given me. And giving me scenes from that, and I go, oh, that's awesome. And then I go, I should probably watch that, and then I never get around to it. <laughs> but I know it because of Will. So I'm like, wait, that that's goddamn West Wing. God damn it. Yeah, I didn't put that together soon enough. I think I figured it out when uh, at the very, very end. And he's like the gift from a king. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, like that fucker. That's 
fucking West Wing. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. Uh, hey, everybody. <laughs> uh, like I said, Will is not here today, uh, but Travis and I are. Yeah. Uh, so I was going to talk about uh, one thing, actually two things. I, one thing I saw today on the way here, and then uh, I did think of something that happened to me when I visited my family in Oregon. Ah. Um, <laughs> do you have, when you visit your family, do you have... Are they, are they all like kind of passive aggressive towards you? Is that just a regular family thing? Passive aggressive towards me? I went okay. I I went. I plan on doing this uh, kind of at the last minute to go visit family in Oregon. Okay. So they had set up a day f- to do like a work thing where they would all chop wood for my grandmother. Okay. And I'm like, oh, I'd love to do that, but I showed up a day after they planned that. Oh. And every person I met, uh-huh. uh, every one of my family members I met was like, oh, showed up a day late to help, huh? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. What the fuck? What, with social media and cell phones <laughs> and texting and you didn't show up on the day of? Well, my mom told Adam? me about it, but it was too late for me to, like, do anything to change it. Uh-huh. When did she tell you about it? Like, a couple days before. And then, like, uh-huh. it was not even certain of when it was going to happen. Uh-huh. You sure about that? What? You sure about Whose that? side are you on? I mean, I'm just saying, um, you know, poor grandma needs her chopped wood, no! Adam. And, uh, she doesn't. She has wood <laughs> to last for years. Are you sure about that? Because, I mean, did you show up after the giant pile of wood was done? And Of course I did. That's why they gave me shit. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. I didn't plan to. Uh-huh. Every time I'm up there, I'm like, hey, is there anything I can do to help? And they're like, oh, no. <laughs> Not anymore. anything. Not anymore. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's already been done. You bastard. <laughs> How dare you? I feel like no, I, I was know. like a snotty little bastard as a kid. Uh, yeah. And I feel like they still see me that way sometimes. Well, this showing up late to Grandma's wood cutting ah. ceremony thing was, uh, <laughs> it's just, uh, what the hell? not helping your case. Oh. Uh, <laughs> just, I don't know. Um, no, it's, I mean, if if your mom dropped the ball and didn't give you time, because, yeah, I mean, you had to, like, get off of work, you know, because she, she has to understand, like, you're an adult, so you have to, like, get off of work. Like, well, you have yeah. to set up the time to get off of work. And the only reason And if that... she does it last minute, then semi-last minute, because most places need, like, you, oh. I'm sure your work needs, like, a good week or so to. Technically, they need a day in advance. But so she I gave you... the, yeah. <sighs> But that was two days ahead. She told you, and you had time. <gasps> okay. J'accuse, Adam. J'accuse. How dare you? <laughs> Don't accuse me in French, you son of a bitch. J'accuse! <laughs> Mared head. I don't hey. know how. Yes, I don't be. know how to say head in French, <laughs> and I don't know how to put the shithead thing together in French. No, um, okay. Let's. You want to know why I didn't go on a Friday and I could, or I could. It, they did it on a Saturday. Uh-huh. I got there on a Sunday. Uh-huh. You want to know why I didn't get there on the Saturday? Because I did this show. Oh, I didn't want us to have a person down. <sighs> Will, bastard, not being here. No, I. <laughs> I, I felt so it's Will's fault. No, no, it's Will's fault. It's fine. It's Will's fault for my passive aggressive family. Yes, we'll blame it on Will. He's not here. No, I was like, I'll I'll do the show and then I'll leave. That's why I had to leave oh. at exactly as close to one as possible. Oh, okay. So, so I, technically, I got oh. there on a Saturday night, so oh. I must have did it Friday. Oh, okay. But oh. I couldn't, I couldn't help it, and I feel okay. like I, I was like, I asked three times if there's anything I could help with, and. Yeah. Mom was like, oh, there's some branches over there. And 
But I don't, uh, nah, I don't, you don't have, uh, I'm like, well, what does that mean? Uh-huh. Do you want me to do that or not? Nah, I don't know. Like, wow. Well, they're probably all tired from all the wood cutting. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> so, just, I'm sorry. You bastard. I'm sorry. No, no. I don't know. To be honest, um, no, I think, as I step away from the mic, because my phone fell down. Um, Ooh. Well, no, as I'm trying to not keep it on the table, because random things keep calling me. Auto-dialers keep calling me, and it vibrates the table when that happens. I'm like, Auto-dialers? Does that even happen anymore? Yes, of course it does. When you owe money to people, auto-dialers oh. happen all the time. But, um, uh, oh. yeah. Um, so, uh, so, no. I, I, mean, I missed out on helping my grandmother for you guys. Wow. I hope that, and for you, the audience. Wow. You guys should really give to Patreon, or at least call the Hustle Hotline about the thing I put up last week, you dicks. Uh, but, jeez, uh, <laughs> I was hoping that that would, like, flood. Uh, what did you... What? Did you not see that on the on the Hustle Facebook page? I don't know if about, I did. About the car care thing? Oh, the, did, that's what you did. I did that. I thought that was, that was Will. That was me. <laughs> Oh, about no. me and my shot-up car? Yeah, because it was yeah. a picture that you posted yeah. about a car. I figured you saw that. I was like, ah. I did. I didn't know who did it. I've no, forgotten me. about it. That was me. Um, um, yeah. Well, we'll, 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 we're supposed to have a, a result from the audience for the character smash thing that Steven and Will did. Did you listen to that? Oh, no. <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh. Yeah, no. Well... Uh, they did a contest to do a series of characters to see who did the best character and the best overall job. Oh. And they kind of brought out their greatest hits. Was it there, last week? Yeah. Okay, I'll listen. There was like a Snake River appearance. There oh. Was, oh, Snake River wins, period. I'm sorry. Snake is that Rivers. why? See, that's why. See. See, I can't. Will was like, it's one of the Hustle's most beloved characters. And I'm like, that's being generous. Yeah. You're the reason why he still thinks that. I love Snake River. Snake River. Okay. He it kills was a man funny. with his own taint, for God's sake. That, all right. It Come was on. funny the first time. Come but on. the tw- 20th time, it wasn't funny it anymore. It was so good. The first time. Snake River is a, he's a majestic son of a bitch. <laughs> How dare you? How dare I? <laughs> How dare How you dare you? the name of Snake River? <laughs> you know what? And there are like three other characters that Will did that sounded exactly like Snake River. Well, that's Will's Ash, fault. Steven's wife. Wait. Sounds exactly like Snake River. <laughs> that's not accurate. It is. I don't think that's accurate. I think you need to listen to the last oh, week's show. I will now because I'm just going to say Snake River's on point and I don't think anything else after that but uh, uh, would be on point. If he's using Snake River's voice to do everything, then no. But I'll listen. I'll give it a fair shake. And then Stephen did Doctor Donut, uh, and then Mark Wahlberg. dramatic reading to no Mark oh. Wahlberg. Uh, oh no, really? Uh, oh. Dramatic reading to, and then oh. he had some that are similar. Uh, I don't want to give him too much crap because I don't think I would do any better. Oh okay, but <laughs> at, okay, I dare any listeners to go back and listen to last week's show and tell me that Snake River and Ash Stevens' wife characters are different. All right. All right, I will listen. I'll give it a The only thing different about him is that uh, I think Snake River is the only one that threatens to kill someone with their own taint. Yeah, but also I think Ash might still try to kill a man with his own taint. Yeah, though. I think I mean, she would actually do yeah, it. Yeah, right. <laughs> and she's she. Uh, <laughs> this didn't come across uh, during the recording, but the Ash character would be way more uh, uh, salty-mouthed than Snake River. Probably would be. If you can believe that. Yeah, I don't think Snake River 
swears. Like, I don't think we've ever had Snake River swear. And I don't think he, uh-huh. I think he's above it, to be honest, because he's just intimidating enough to never have to do it. I can't remember if he did or not. I don't think he does. I think he used saying how we were all pussies for using electric light. I, that might be the only thing, maybe. But I see him more like, <laughs> almost like, Snake River to me in my head is like almost old prospectory, but almost like Jack Palance from like City Slickers, <laughs> but with like a big bushy beard. But he's know? like he's like a he's like a Western folk hero. Yeah, like he's the he's the he's the the man that has been lost to modernism. Yeah, does he seem like he'd always be dusty? No matter like if even if yeah. he came out of a rainstorm, but like, like sexy he, dusty. Yeah, but he'd be like covered, sexy dusty. Somehow, somehow he'd be yeah covered in dust, but yeah, like but not overly so. Right? Yeah. God, like at what age are you thinking? Snake River. Snake River is outside of being timeless. Um, oh God, God, he's timeless. This is why. Um, but no, I would say he's got to be like almost like okay. You remember that like period of time where Sam Elliott looked like he didn't age. Like, he was old, but not old. Like, he was, like, weathered. He was, like, yeah, know? weathered. But, like... Like that. Like, maybe in his mid-40s yeah. to mid-50s. Like, you couldn't tell. Like, yeah. he was, like, 40-ish, or if he was, like, late 50s, but you weren't sure, but you were afraid to ask him because you'd feel he would kill you with your own taint. <laughs> That's Snake River to me, like, age-wise. Like, he's, like, could be in his 40s, could be in his late 50s, but you're really afraid to ask him. That's That's where I see his age group, yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, you think that the ladies love Snake River? <clears throat> I think they do. I think they do. I think that, like, they want, like, they don't, like, openly so. Like, they, like, if they were driving home, like, if they met him, right? Like, like they were there with their husband, right? And they met him. Like, everybody oh. met Snake River. Okay. Right? So, like, they went to Snake River, the restaurant, right? Yeah, and, and they Snake met River him, the proprietor. Right. And then, like, they'd shake hands. And he'd do his Snake River thing, and they'd be driving home, and the husband would be like, well, that Snake River was something else, right, honey? And she'd be, like, looking kind of away, but out the window. Like, in the not, in, like, the not-too-distant distance? Yes. In- yeah. And she'd be right. like, oh, I guess he was okay. Yeah, he's he's nice. He's a nice guy. But she'd be imagining but some, in like... in her mind? In her mind, she'd be, like, taken by Snake River in the manly fashion. Like, <laughs> like somehow, like... He would like thrust her on the bed, you know, and she just—it was like some wild fantasy. Go on, would 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 take place where like her husband would never be able to match the 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 sexual veracity of of Snake River, but it would be it would be like welcoming. It would be a welcoming love, but it would be <laughs> tough. Like she'd just be like, "Yeah, use me," but in a good way, like rustic. Yeah, rustic and just like. She'd be satisfied in a way no other man, including her husband, could ever do. That would be the snake, the the the, the kind of thing that every woman would have from Snake River. I think that that would be it. Oh, I don't know. I can't. You're a little jealous of Snake River. I am uh, just not like. Why are you feeding saying. into the myth of Snake River? Snake River's amazing. What are you like I really about? like. I like yeah. analysis. Analysis. I like an. Like checking this, <laughs> analyzing this. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm, While Will isn't here, I'm building a three dimensional model of Snake River. Yeah, why? Uh, I don't uh, understand. Uh, uh, he's a majestic. He's like he's like the Paul Bunyan of our show. So it's like he oh. is like the tall tale and legend of uh, <laughs> of of the hustle. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. God damn it. 
Ah, uh, it's just like any funny bit we've done. It was great a couple times, but now it's just fucking retarded. <laughs> Snake River. Uh, so if you're a hustle listener between the ages of 40 to 50-something and you feel that you're one of the types of body types where if I tried to ask you your age and you feel that I would be scared of you, please call the Hustle Hotline and... Give us a picture. Go on the Hustle Facebook page and be like, this is me. I'm Snake River. And then maybe he might be our actor who we plays wanna, Snake River. Oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah. think we should talk to uh, talk to Mavis Bacon about coming up with a, a fake uh, romance book cover with oh, Snake River on I'll, the front. I'll ask. Uh, and the, some lady with a heaving bodice. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get Mavis on this. I can ask my friend Tony who did oh, yeah. uh, the... Physician pastry. Physician pastry. We'll see what we can do. We'll get some artists on this to like give us a, a rendering of what uh, someone has to. Someone, know. someone, one of our artist friends has to give us a Snake River. All right. You know? So what was it again? He has a big bushy beard, big, but he's in that timeless, yeah, forties, fiftieish, fiftyish, rugged Sam yeah. Elliott period yeah. of his life. Yeah, he's kind of weathered, but sexy, but handsome. Yeah, and he's tough. You know, but not scary tough. He's he's tough, you know, and uh, he's get, intimidating, intimidating to men to, and attracting yeah. to ladies. Yes, like yeah, they just want to be they just want to be taken by Snake River, you know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, mm. if anybody's yeah. listening, get on that. There you go. Well, shit. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. You also, uh, I think we finally got some words on how Doctor Donut feels about physician pastry. Oh, really? So I can't remember how much was said or what oh. was said because I kind of flushed the show from my mind two hours after it's over. <laughs> it's an improviser's mind. I uh, don't remember half of what it is until I listen to it again. Oh, uh, I'll have to listen because now I want to. I want to. <laughs> you want to know? I, I want to have words. You have. <laughs> I want to see what words were said about physician pastry. Oh, okay. Well, we might be able to help with that. Oh, yeah? Uh, if we have a break, I might look it up. Oh, just cool. To see. Cool. So I'd love to have him come in and talk about it. Oh, God. Uh, to square off. Oh, Jesus. Uh, uh, well, it, he. I think he, uh, he might have challenged you to uh, fisticuffs and then... <laughs> Not you personally, no, Travis Powell. Physician, physician he pastry. challenged physician pastry, but then Will was like, physician pastry is, uh, isn't... He's a physician uh, uh, pastry might know Tai Chi, so he better oh. he better watch his shit. I'm just but saying. only for defense. Yeah, Will said physician pastry was not uh, didn't believe in violence. No, he doesn't. No, he's more like. But you he know, will defend himself. He will defend himself and yeah. the and the helpless. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't, you don't come you don't come at physician pastry because <laughs> it's not it's not a good idea. It's so wait, good, is physician idea. pastry <clears throat> like? Have a ruggedness to him no. that the women want to be taken by him, no. and the men are intimidated. He's not. He's not rugged at all. Oh, Physici- he's not. Physician okay. pastry is more like. Um, he's like the complete opposite of that. I think he's more like the. He almost looks like your best friend. You know, like he's the Aww. hot doctor. You know, like if you ever watch like oh, he's, ER, he's McDreamy. Yeah, he's a little bit like that. Yeah, that there I, you go. A, a reference I only know very loosely. Are like you sure I about know, that? I've seen pictures I mean, of it. Is it Patrick? What's his name? Patrick Dempsey. You went Dempsey. right to it, though. Are uh, you sure? I mean, you went right to McDreamy. You could have gone anywhere else. I could have. There's a lot of doctor shows out there with hot doctors, and you went right to that one. He's looking away right now, imagining his running along the beach with Patrick Dempsey. Why do I keep looking at needful things from Stephen King? I don't know, because you want to make a deal with Leland Gaunt to go hang out with McDreamy? I have, See, I don't know any of those references except for the McDreamy one. You haven't watched the movie, at least? 
There's a needful things? Crazy Anatomy. Oh, Needful Things? No. You haven't seen the movie? No. Oh, my God. It's a book on the shelf that always catches my eye. I don't know why. That's a good book, and, uh, and the movie's pretty decent. And I thought it was a good joke there. Oh. For... Well, that's the thing. It is a good joke because... I'm hiding my true feeling. No. Because in Needful Things, you go to the store, and you basically make a deal with the devil to get the thing you want. And oh. in your case, it would be McDreamy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. and does it have some sort of terrible twist where the thing comes terribly? Yeah, something you'd have to you'd have to do something horrible to to get that. Yeah, so that's the deal you make. So I'd have to kill like an orphan to get a relationship with McDreamy. You might have to. Is that the level? Yeah, yeah. Because everybody in needful know. things, like everybody in the town, like turns on each other because they like one person has to kill somebody's dog, and then. They makes it look like they pin it on somebody else, and then the whole town like turns on each other because they think somebody else did something to them, but it's really somebody else who did that thing. So it's like everybody fights each other. Do they get the thing they want, or is it just one sadistic bastard running a store? No, no, everybody gets what they want. Oh, okay. But then they do something horrible to get the thing they want. So then they essentially sell their soul to the devil. I just thought it was an asshole fucking with the whole town. Oh. But it's actually the devil. It is the devil. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's him. Spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah. It's, Five seconds ago. It's the devil. Oh, yeah. no! And it's Max von Sydow in the movie playing the devil. And oh. He's awesome. Yeah. Is that the guy that was in, uh, who was killed in the beginning of uh, Return, uh, what is it? No, the new Star Wars movie that came out a year or two ago? Yes. Is that the guy? Okay, I yes. know who you're talking about. Yeah, he was the old judge in the other Judge Dread movie, not the uh, good one. Yeah. Oh, not on the page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I gotta get to the page. No, I can never remember it. Yeah, I oh, you think you're on the groaner? You're, are you looking uh, for groaning? I, yeah. Well, I'm looking for my uh, my groaning. There we go. Ah, oh. uh, uh, there we go. Yeah. Stallone's Judge Dread. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um. Good lord. Yeah. The other thing, I just to get off of this whole thing yeah. where I'm in love with McDreamy, right? And I'm gonna sell my soul and kill your. I don't even know. One of my news orphans? Yeah. You're going to have to get a combo pack, dude. Those news orphans are worth practically nothing on the open market. Oh, well, yeah. I'm going to have to do something more better evil. Yeah. More better evil. <laughs> <laughs> I'll think of it later. Uh, where's the devil when you need to make a deal? I don't know. He's in all of us, according to some religions. I don't know. Oh, so, yeah. 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 I think inherent evil is in all humans. Right. Uh, no, uh, the other thing I saw, which might go into this, uh. on the way here, is I saw a bumper sticker on a minivan that said, make a vet your pet. And I'm trying to figure out that sentence. Is it is it a veteran, or is it, like, the actual, like, a vet, like, a vet? The only thing I can say is next to the bumper sticker, there is the another bumper sticker that is the Vietnam flag, or the ribbon for Vietnam veterans that so, they have on military uniforms. So it's... So I'm led to believe that it's make a veteran, a war yeah. veteran, your pet. Which is still, even if you're like, okay, it's That's not a veterinarian, it's still a fucked up sentence. That's creepier. Isn't that, what does that mean? What do you, how do you make a vet your pet, though? I mean, like, That's what I want to know. I mean, Okay, th- this is the thing that I came up with in my head uh-huh. that I think makes the most sense, uh-huh. but still I don't think it's the best way to say this, is that... Instead of getting a pet that you shower with love and attention, nah. how about you get to know a veteran who served us and and get to know them and treat them as well as you would treat your pet? Does that... I don't even understand. That's Does like that make sense? That's the nicest way to say it, I think. 
Yeah, because, I mean, otherwise it's more like treat him like – treat that veteran like your subservient critter, you know? That's like, the worst. Uh, yeah, like, exactly. Like, you now you have to, like, feed him and bathe him and, and you have him in your house to rub his belly or her belly. <laughs> yeah, there and, are female veterans. I know. And uh <laughs> I know. I know. Um and then uh and then what like God this is weird and like what put him in a gimp suit? What? I mean, what is it? Like <laughs> what the <laughs> that hell? Took a turn. Like what is it? I don't that doesn't make any sense. Make make your make a vet your pet. I I okay, like I that, was passing the car was in the right lane. <laughs> I was passing it on the left. I saw the bumper sticker and then I like slowed down yeah. just to let the van pass me again so I could see the bumper sticker to make sure I saw that that was right. And that is what it said. I would honestly, if you and I were in the car, I swear to Christ, I would be like, please, let's get alongside this car so I can roll down your window and just scream, <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> like, I would literally be like screaming at that car just just because right now that makes no sense to me whatsoever. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, that way you described it, that is the only way it makes sense. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm going. What does it make make a vet your bitch? Like what? I don't. Does that what you meant? I don't know. I don't know what I mean. So like, um, uh, I, I, there is a a podcast that was out by I can't remember her name, but it's one of the ladies that was involved with this American Life, and it was called Mystery Podcast, and they only did like seven shows, if even that. Wow. And it sucks because I thought it was super interesting. And one of the episodes was this lady, and a friend of hers. Uh, back like maybe a year or two after 9-11, saw a car driving in L.A. that's had a license plate that said, I heart 9-11. And they were like, what the fuck does that mean? Uh, and they they lost the car and they didn't chase after him like you were suggesting. Yeah. And the whole show was uh, her, the lady trying to track down this license plate so they can just ask the person why they had the license plate. Right, yeah. And they eventually find the person and they find out why. I won't I won't I won't spoil it for you, but it's a call a show called Mystery Show and Mystery it still show. exists, so huh. I'd definitely check it out. Huh. Uh but yeah. That's weird. Like I, I don't get it. Make I didn't, your pet. I didn't see the person in the car, so I'm not sure if it was like a Snake River character, I wouldn't I don't know if I'd feel comfortable doing no. that myself. But if it was like an old lady, yeah. like a nice looking old lady, I don't know if I'd feel comfortable either. Can we Google it? It's a bumper sticker, right? Uh, what if it's a handmade one that doesn't make... All right, let me Google it. Is it something that... I mean, that just seems weird. Make a vet your pet. And it's not about a veterinary hospital. It's about an actual... like We're assuming it's about a war veteran. Well, the, the only thing that I can say is that it had the Vietnam yeah, cause the other war... One was- like yeah, next to it, colors yeah. next yeah. to it. So you'd figure that that would be it. It wasn't like you know, rescue mom next to it or something. You know, that is just weird. Um, but yeah, going back on the other thing, like way back on the other thing you you brought up. Um, I think if your parents or your family see you as the other subject you brought up, because we really didn't go into that too much. Yeah. Um, while you're looking that up, we can talk about this. Or I'll, you, you asked me my opinion on it. I think, honestly, I get the same thing from, from family. They do not passive-aggressive, but they do put you in a role. 
I think. Oh yeah, and I think you know? I'm still and you in never that grow role. out of it. You never grow oh. out of it. You just don't. Like, oh well, no, I yeah. think that yeah, you can't. Like when you go back, that. you revert to like how you how people thought of you or how what your yeah. role was as a child. Yeah, exactly. So I think yeah. that is maybe that's true. Or yeah. That's right. Yeah. And then no matter what you do, like, and I gave you shit for it earlier, but I mean, no matter, like, even if you, like, didn't show up when it, like, when you, like, when they thought you were supposed to show up, like, and I'm using air quotes uh, for that when you're supposed to show up, then it's like, it just adds to that, that stigma. You know, it's like, oh, that's just Adam. Like, he's been that way since he was a wee tot, you know? Well, I feel blah, like blah, that's you know? exactly what's happening. Like, you know? There's so. another moment in a, like I love yeah. my family and I just this is just problem. I this might be in my own head all of yeah. this stuff. Right. But uh there was a moment where we went out to eat with my some of my family. I won't name who they are. I don't think any of them listen to this, but right. it doesn't matter. Right. Um and my grandmother was there. Yeah. Uh everybody in the family was on the sidewalk talking and she went over to sit down outside a restaurant mm-hmm. while we were waiting to be seated. Yeah. So everybody's over there talking and she's sitting by herself and I'm like, "Oh, well, I always want grandma to sit by herself. Yeah. So I went over to sit next to her and I was just talking with her. And then immediately two or three other people from my family come over and it's like, they're like, Oh, we can't have Adam sitting by grandma by himself. What is he going to, what's going on there? So the feeling is like, like they came over just to make sure I wasn't doing anything inappropriate or I wasn't asking her for money or anything or something like that. It was weird. They came over and said that, or you assumed No, that? they. I assumed it. It's just in my head, I guess. Oh, uh, okay. Because like, they sat down, and they're like, hey, buddy. Hey, you haven't showed her your podcast while you've been sitting over here, have you? Because, <laughs> hey. <No. laughs> hey, you, you have money in your wallet, right? Yeah, I mean, you're not asking for money, are you? Yeah, like, no. Uh, yeah. So I just was like, hi. I wanted to keep her company. Yeah. Because everyone see, else was standing away from her, and see, she was sitting by herself. You could have also done the thing where, where I see it as like the, um, the, the thing that happens with people just in general is you started the thing, and by that is a generalized statement of nobody was sitting next to grandma until you sat next to grandma, so you started the thing. So people do that all the time where if one person starts something then other people gravitate towards doing the thing but one person has to start it like like you're in a room and you in like say you're in a conference or whatever and someone okay okay improv right anytime we're on stage we're doing the hosting bit and we do the you know can i get a suggestion for a whatever and people are dead quiet we get that dead quiet until one person says grapefruit or some bullshit or sex factory which usually happens, does it? you know, because <laughs> some some dildo says it, you know, and <laughs> and then all of a sudden everybody starts saying something. Right. But it's that one person that sparks it, you know, and that's the thing. You did the thing you started with. I'm going to sit next to grandma because no one's sitting next to grandma, which somebody else should have sat next to grandma or grandma should have not been sitting by herself, period, because it's grandma, you know, whatever. But then people gravitated over there because, oh, Adam's sitting next to Grandma, so now maybe they got it in their head. They're like, well, shit, I feel like a piece of shit because I'm not sitting next to Grandma. Oh, fuck. And then they started to sit next to Grandma. So you got in their head. Think about it like that. You know, All of the, all of the stuff know. with my family could just be me like feeling terrible for how I was as a child. and yeah. I just keep on 
thinking that is what's going on with him. Yeah. Um, I looked up Make a Vet Your Pet, and the only thing that I can find was like a fundraiser <laughs> that happened. Oh, where is it? Uh, like a fundraiser to have your your pet spayed or neutered. Uh, so, so I don't know what the fuck that is. So the mystery continues. Okay. Uh, wow. It says, uh, let's see, this is from the Mount Vernon Register News, and it is July 24th, 2017. Yeah. $800 was raised for Vet Your Pet of Jefferson County Wednesday. Uh, at a Mexican restaurant, uh, and it is for spayed and neutering cats and dogs. Uh, what the? F- what? Okay, if that vet. is what that is, why? That's the worst. Make a vet your pet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. So clearly the clearly the the uh, the. Mystery continues. So, uh, Hustle <laughs> listeners, if you have any light to shed on this, call us on the Hustle hotline, 401-379-4994. Give us your opinion. Is it for, about making war veterans their, your pet, or is it something about your actual pet? Like, what is this mystery? Or if you know this person, if you're in Spokane and you know this fucking person, or if you are this person and you just, by sheer luck of the stars, know... <laughs> Know, know us, and you've listened to this. What what the fuck is up with your fucking bumper stickers? Yeah, it was dude, a mini freaking us out right now. I don't remember the color. Yeah, uh, I, it's so weird how you don't. It just shows you they're like witness testimony is very faulty at best. Yeah, I know it was a minivan, but I can't remember anything else besides besides the make your vet your pet bumper sticker and the Vietnam War flag thing. Your, your honor, it was a van. <laughs> it was miniaturized. Um, there were wheels. <laughs> It had two bumper stickers. Vet, vet was the common denominator. There was a driver. All the I, windows had glasses, to, glass <laughs> in it, to my knowledge. Air was outside that day. Uh, it was a little chilly. Um, uh, it was on uh, Monroe. Uh, it, this was uh, okay. It was a paved road, <laughs> Your Honor. This was driving up Monroe Street around oh. twelve thirty, so, so I was late. So if you were on Monroe Street around that time and you saw this minivan, please call the hustle hotline. I need to know. <laughs> I need to know. God damn it! I need to know what's going on. This is driving me nuts. Uh, I'm so sorry. Weird. I didn't it's mean to so, open up a can of worms. It's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> I don't know. Oh Lord, uh, what's been going on? Anything going on with you? Anything? Oh uh, man, it has been. It has been a thing. Like, mm. I have, it has been drama and sadness, and that's why I wasn't here last week. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I don't want to get into it too much, because it's just sad. It'd bring the whole show down. But, uh, um, yeah, it's been, like, sickness and, and death at my house. And I'm not, that's not even an exaggeration. It has been sickness and death at my house. Um, I had to put down a cat, and, and uh, we have another one that's really sick, and, uh, the dogs were sick for a minute, and that sucked. And um, yeah, and then we were like fighting with a a local a local shelter. I don't want to start naming names because it'll start. I don't want to ever make it sound like slander. Um, oh, you can always tell us your opinion. I can always tell my opinion of this particular uh, of this particular place. I mean, it, you know, I won't. I won't. Let's just say I won't name them. Um, 
you know, you guys can always, you know, piece piece together um, what uh, what I what I you know pick up what I'm putting down, or p- perhaps pick up the scraps of things that I'm mentioning. Little scraps of information. Little scraps of information. They can put the clues together. They could put clues together okay. from all the scraps of things that I talk about. Um, but uh, yeah, this particular place has been a fucking nightmare. Um, since we got our cat. Uh, the short version of it is basically they like to deny that anything is going on at their particular place. Um, especially, I don't know about the dog side cause we didn't get a dog. Um, I haven't heard any about anything from the dog side from people I talked to, but the cat side, the feline area is pretty much got, I mean, you think of a, you think of an illness right now, they've got it. Holy shit. Yeah. Distemper, upper respiratory, Khaleesi, which apparently none of the vets around here have seen. Like, literally have seen? Well, that's the thing is that a lot of pets from outside the state come get shipped here so they don't get yeah. put down in those states. So yeah. that anything that is like a disease in other places would be spread pretty quick with that system. Yeah. And they're they're claiming that they, they the biggest one they, they've been putting up is like, oh, well, we have this monitoring system. And they have so many, so many of these animals that come in, and they don't have the the opportunity to monitor them properly. And like, for example, my cat was only there for maybe a day, according to the paperwork. Oh shit! Yeah, before and it, got, and it got contracted that that quickly. Well, she may have come in with it, but oh. they they didn't have her quarantined. They didn't have her in the in the building for more than you know, a day before we picked her up. Seems it makes sense that any new pets arriving would be quarantined for some amount of time. You would imagine at least four or five days, because that would take the time to have the the illness, whatever it may be, show signs. Huh. But they crank these animals out yeah. in this place, and they don't care, um, because they want to get them out. They, they literally were shoving us out the door with this animal. Well, I know and, that uh, yeah. a friend of mine from high school uh, ended up hosting... Uh, family of cats. Yeah. For, uh, and I think she's contacted one of your roommates. I'm pretty sure I saw uh, mm-hmm. the conversation between them two via the Facebook because I'm friends with both of them and I can see that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, and yeah. one of those, it was a mother and a couple kittens, and one of the kittens died Yeah, mm-hmm. from the distemper is what they yeah. said. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, uh, I mean, that's all connecting yeah. from everything I've seen and heard on the Facebook about it. Yeah. And there, we've called them, like, we. the situation was we called, like, right when it happened, because we had her, and we said, hey, this, she's sneezing, she's coughing, it's pretty bad. Uh, we want to let you know that this, we want you to know that this is a situation, because she came into a very clean, healthy house, and we want you know, let you know she's sick, so you might want to check your other animals, because if she's got it, they must have the other cats, might have it too, it's airborne. Uh, and they said, no, nothing like that happens around here. Uh, it's not our responsibility. Good day, click. What? Yeah. That, they no. hung up. They hung up on Marjorie. That's the opposite of their responsibility. Yeah. They literally hung up on Marjorie when, when she called. She was upset. I called the next day. And I said, hey, can you just tell me, like, what's going on? Because I have my dogs are sneezing now. They're coughing. One of somebody. Th- oh, crap. It's communicable to the dogs? Well, no. That's the thing. Most animals, like, between cats and dogs, they usually don't have anything that can pass. But I was like, it just seems a weird coincidence. I said, the cat's really sick. Now the dogs are sneezing. I don't know, you know, and I know the dogs came in contact with her. So I said, well, maybe there might have been something on her fur. I don't know. 
But oh, I said, yeah. most likely there's nothing that passed through. And I said, so we'll just say that the dogs probably have something else going on. It might just be allergies. We'll get them all checked out. And that's what happened. It was just, you know, the vet just said, there's no discharge. There's no weird stuff. It's just allergies. Here's some, you know, we got them on um, antihistamines and they're fine. Uh, but the cat got Yandros sick. Fury got Yandros sick after like a day. So the cat you got from this place in question yeah. got the cat you've had for, for 10 years. 10 years sick. Yeah. And he died. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. And, and then Fury almost died. We threw every bit of money we had and then some at this just to keep her alive. Um, she's on a uh, feeding tube and everything else right now. We don't know how far that's going to go. Uh, she's fine. I mean, she's you know a little bit better, but we don't know if she's going to eat it on her own at any time soon. So we don't know how long this is going to go for. Well, I mean that that's um, I don't know what it's like with other places yeah. that you can adopt pets from, yeah. but that's something to definitely worry about. Yeah. If you have cat or a cat or dog you've had for years, and you're bringing in, you're saving a new yeah. pet and bringing them home, if something like this is going to happen, yeah. And we did everything we could. We had her in the room. We quarantined. We let her out one time just to just to let her out. But she wasn't showing symptoms at that point. Yeah. And then she, you know, all of a sudden when she started sneezing a day later, he started sneezing. And it was like, oh, God, they're doing the same thing. Oh, God. And then day like a day later, he was too sick to eat or drink. And I had to put him down because it was like it was he was too far gone. Um, but then, uh, we called, I called by, while she was still early symptomatic before it got really bad. And I said, Hey, so I just want to let you guys know, cause she called the next the, the day before you guys hung up on her. I need to let you guys know. First off, that is ridiculous. Yeah. And I said, I need to speak to somebody who will actually have a conversation with me because right now your facility has something going on and I don't know what it is, but I'm going to do blood work. I'm going to have this cat checked out and I swear to God. You need to have your place cleaned out right now. Like, you need to get your people to go through and check these cats out. Do not, right now, do not have people go through there and adopt these animals out. Check them out first. Yeah. And they gave me some long bullshit about how they quarantine and how they do their thing. They gave me basically the rundown. And then they, then the person on the phone said, well, somebody's been overhearing our conversation and here's what we do. And then have a nice day, sir. Bye. Click. Someone's been overhearing our conversation? Yeah, so somebody was listening over their shoulder, her manager or somebody. Oh. I don't know who. They weren't giving out names. So they hung up on me, too. And then, the next day, there was a thing on the local news Yeah, about this lady who had a kitten who died of feline leukemia coming from the same place. She put it on the news. And the news went, they said, well, the place hasn't uh, said that they have had any reports of any other viruses or outbreaks or anything else like that. So it's like a one and done kind of situation. They'll keep us posted, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I, I just reported yesterday. Marjorie, Marjorie reported, reported the, day, the day, before. day before. People on Facebook have been reporting it because we looked on Facebook and they've been reporting it on and off for like a week uh, before that. But then the news agency who just those fuckers took them on their word and didn't do any research. What? Who didn't even look at Facebook for fuck's sake. I don't believe you that a local news agency wouldn't do any reporting or any investigating of anything at all and they would only take them by their word and not do anything yeah. at all? Exactly. That doesn't sound like local news no, agencies. Exactly. You know, and then we went on we went on and you know, blasted them 
went on their website. And then, of course, right when that happened, the other news agency was in contact with us going, hey, so we saw you guys were a little angry because they all look <laughs> at each other. And they said, so uh, what's going on? And then we've been trying to, at this point, you know, have more of a solid story. Yeah. But, you know, it's been it's been a nightmare because every time someone comes up to us on Facebook and goes, hey, I've had this problem happen, I go, well, is it, can we see proof? And then they don't give me proof. Oh. They just tell me it happened. So I'm like, I can't go to the media with this. You just tell me something. I'm like, I could say that I have a big purple fucking elephant in my house. You do? I do. What? But I don't have any proof of that. Can I come so, see it? No. I don't, oh. I don't have an actual elephant in my house. Oh, well, you But this know. is the same thing I'm talking about. It's like you, you, you come, these people come to me with their stories yeah. and I'm sad for them. But they're not giving me proof. So when you so adopt I can't tell... an animal from this place, yeah. do they give you paperwork? Yeah. Oh, so all yeah. these people have to do is show you the paperwork. Yeah, but they're not showing me oh. anything. So what is what is what is that? What? Why if they're not if they I, I, I think you and Andrew are having a conversation about this when I walked in. Yeah. And I don't, you know, want to dwell too much on it if you don't. Yeah. But what is it? Why are these people, if they have no paperwork, telling you these things? I don't know. I don't know why. They, I think they just want to, like, be one of those people who's just a bitch, and they're not giving me any proof. And I'm like, okay, if you're going to complain, you want to stop them, you have to give me proof. You can't just yeah. complain. Because I can complain all day. I'm doing it right now. But it's not stopping anything, you know? It's like I need more evidence than just my evidence. I need to have more yeah. than just one case. I need to have multiple cases to show them, to show even the news, hey, this is what's happening. And, you know, I even told them, I said, look, we're not coming for money. We just want them to do the right thing. Yeah. You know, we want them to shut down. And their response well, you to- You want them to, like, put to adopt out animals they know might or yeah. do have- an illness yeah. to people who are like, I want to love this animal. Yeah. I want to save it. And then you give them a sick animal that they have to spend every dime they have to try to save. Yeah. That's not yeah, holidays, something you want to do. Holidays are coming up. I mean, these, you know, they're going into families with little kids, you know, Oh God, that'd it's, be terrible. Yeah. Like immediately. I'm, oh my God. My life. Yeah. Oh, we got a dog or cat. It's been my, my dream forever and yeah. it's dead in three days yeah exactly and yeah. then they call and then they go what's well, not a responsibility and they hang up that is their responsibility yeah but that, they, that's what they're yeah. doing like okay yeah they go you signed paperwork uh, you signed off it's now your responsibility to take care of this animal it's not a responsibility anymore because you signed a piece of paper mm. they're not even willing to listen to anybody and then they give us some understand. snow job bullshit on social media and on their website and everything else and they go oh there's no they said they i went on this one rant on Facebook because they said there's no mystery virus at our place and I said no you're right there's no mystery to it at all I told you exactly what it is and here's what it is again for Facebook blah and I broke yeah, it down yeah I noticed that you uh, and you I, and your roommates yeah. have been uh, yeah. keep keeping them uh, what is what I'm trying to say putting the task keeping them truthful yeah every time they post about how you yeah. know everything on Facebook yeah which I, you should because yeah. they're <laughs> I don't understand they're this. They're full of shit. They're full of shit. Are they and like, oh, we don't want the liability for the, pe yeah. the pets we've already released? But that yeah. doesn't mean you should continue doing continue it. Continue doing stop it. Stop doing it. Like, that's all we're asking them to do is stop. Fucking clean up your shit. Like, and even if it's, and yeah. this is might be just really cold of me to say, but even if, like, the current level of animals you have there, yeah. like, in order to keep saving animals, it might just 
be a thing where you have to put down the yeah. ones you have there no. now. And that's what it is. That and, and it's not cold to say it's it's unfortunately that's the step you have to take. Yeah. It's you if have it's something to, that is you, too expensive or not solvable yeah. in a veterinary way. Yeah. If you want to keep saving animals, you have to do that. Yeah. Euthanize them and I'm sorry to say it too. It's like euthanize them. Figure out how that happened and yeah. then put in steps to keep it from happening again. Yeah. So you learn from the mistake. Yeah. And if you have to keep them in the building for five days, you know, a couple of days extra, just to ma- just to monitor them, then do that. It's and not hard to do. You can even be like, oh, man, this happened. We hate that this happened. We don't want it to happen. Yeah. We the, These are the steps we're putting in place. It is going to cost us a little extra, but maybe you can help us yeah. by donating to yeah. make sure this doesn't happen. And yeah. people... Generally, all the people I've seen on Facebook or my friends yeah. are like have are completely love animals. They love cats and dogs, and yeah. I think they would totally try and help yeah. with that. I, I think would, generally people would. Yeah, I would even step up if that was the case. If I knew that they were actually doing that and they were proving to me that they were doing that, then I would step up and give them money too. Yeah. But the fact that they're lying yeah. to the community, they're lying to me, they're lying to my family, it's like, I'm sorry. They... You know, they, they, due to negligence. Yeah, well, they, I mean. They murdered, they, 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 in a sense, they murdered Yandros because I brought Fury in unknowing that she had a virus. And if they had kept her for more than a day, they would have noticed that. Yeah. They would have noticed she was sick with something. But then he died of, he died of the, of the Khaleesi virus, which is, put ulcers in his throat and he couldn't eat or drink. And Jeez. he died. Because he couldn't, he couldn't eat, couldn't drink, couldn't breathe. He died. He suffocated and died, basically. And I had him for ten years, perfectly healthy. And we had him in that. She had, she was in the house maybe a week, barely that, barely a few days. And he got sick and died after having this virus. And then she's, you know, she's on the feeding tube. You know, she's skin and bones right now. But I mean, she also is sneezing. Her nasal passages are shit. And so she has no interest eating food on her own. Is she back at your place? Yeah. Okay. We take care of her. We literally take care of her morning, noon, and night. And we have to wake up and be on a schedule to where we're home, literally taking care of her at this point because we don't know if she's going to eat on her own. And if she doesn't eat on her own, we have to put her down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, that's, it's ridiculous. Like she's fighting and she's doing everything she can. She seems healthy enough, but the... The only reason she's healthy is because we're keeping her alive. Yeah. And it's like, it's it's sick. It's it, a shitty math to do, Yeah, but you have to weigh that with what you can do yeah. financially and yeah. how much pain they're in. Yeah. And I, you know, I've had to put down yeah. pets before because yeah. it's just a combination of those reasons. And it's terrible. Yeah. And no one should have to go through that, like, before the time is right. I mean, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. No one should have to go through that in an unnatural way. Yeah. And uh, definitely be very, very careful about adopting pets. Yeah. Like, talk to the place. Find out what their, what they do and ha- what their uh, steps are for making that sure that doesn't happen. And definitely yeah. be careful about uh, scrapping any type of uh, adoption from a, ter- a certain local place. Yeah. Right. Yeah, mm. I know. The other places, because I even talked to him, like, Humane Society had a thing with Parvo. They came right out and said it. They said, don't come over to get our dogs. 
What's one thing I've never understood? They fixed it. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, sorry, no, but Humane Society had Parvo. They fixed it. They came right out and said, we've got Parvo. Don't come get our dogs. We have to do the unnecessary we have to do the big steps they had to put down their dogs who had it that couldn't get that couldn't get better they had to quarantine their their facility they had to clean out their facility for the dog side they did it and people have been nothing but praising them for it because they they saved the dogs they could and they helped the community out yeah it's spoke animal choice. did the same thing they were like oh your your animal's sick here's the medication that can help your animal this other place narrow it down spokane um huh. that that has it out of the big three, um, has been denying it, and they keep going. Yeah, no, it's not our fucking problem because you signed a piece of paper. I so don't fuck you, and they hang up on you. Like, and then they send a bunch of lies on Facebook, and it's like, it's I've, stupid. I've never understood people that have a problem and they try to cover it up. Like, I I guess I can kind of understand that, but it always makes more sense to me to just get ahead of it, admit that there was a problem take steps to correct the problem let people know that that's happening mm-hmm. it always seems more healthy to me to do that instead of lying yeah and then your lies get lies and it just grows yeah. and grows into a giant lie tumor yeah exactly i don't know let's just own up to it and get it done get it cleaned out and i'm sorry you you know, said it it's it sucks you got to euthanize okay but you got to take the hard step do it and just get it done and then have steps in place to where you never fix it, you know, never have that problem again. Big fucking deal. You know, that's what you got to do. It's what you got to do. But would you rather do that or have the community come after you all the time about your stuff and ruin your your place and not trust you and have a, you know, have a system where you bring all these sick animals out to people, you know, and ruin lives. I mean, really, it's what they're doing. They're ruining families because I'll tell you right now, it is not a happy place in my house right now. Like we are, it feels like we're in mourning every single day right now. Cause we are, it's like, we have one cat that's dead. Our other cat is dying. You know, she's holding on because we're, we're holding her, her life in our hands, literally. And I can't even talk about her, her progress because if I talk about her progress to Indigo and everybody and everybody else, it feels like, Hey, guess what? Your cat's dead, but mine's alive. I feel, sh- I feel like shit. When I yeah. come when I come home and I talk about my cat, even in, even in a good term, I go, "Hey, wow, she's doing better today." Oh, is it something that they're holding against you? No, they're not. Oh, but I feel good. bad. Yeah, no, you, know? you would. And, and I feel like shit because I go, I I feel guilty because it was you know it's not my fault, it's their fault. I blame the system that I got her from. I blame yeah. the people I got her from, and everybody in the house blames the people I got her from. But I feel guilty. I feel bad because I go. I got to bring my cat home and I didn't bring the other one home. Yeah. And I just like, and I hate it. And I hate coming home every day and I hate having very little sleep because every time I wake up to every single noise in my room because we have the cat in our room and very little sleep and we don't go out anywhere and we don't do anything. And it's, it's rough right now. Yeah. Place. And it's, that's why, and again, I'm bringing the show down. Oh no. And I'm sorry. But well, no, uh, I mean, but we talked about this before you know, that I think that, you know, we are we are a show that does comedy. Or tries to do comedy. Tries. Oh, we do quotations. Good. We do good. Uh, we do okay. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> but no, I think it's I think it's completely okay to have conversations like this. Yeah. Uh, because I think it's needed. Yeah. Uh, needful things coming back up on my in my vision again. Ah. 
Uh, but no, let's let's do something we don't normally do. Let's take a break yeah. and kind of reset things. Yeah. Uh, do you got news you want to do? I got news. And we'll yeah. come back after these messages from Pants Pending Shows. More hustle after this. What's your hustle? What's your hustle? This podcast is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Hello, my gentle snowflakes. This is Deez. Want to be hip with the in crowd? Well, then stop being a square and listen to the Social Hour podcast. Your one-stop shop for all your comedy, news, and entertainment needs. Plus, you'll hear guests say things like this. My first boyfriend ever, I tried to name his uh, penis Madam Kinsey. You just told everybody that you committed a crime. (laughs) You're only showing ass at that point anyway. Yeah. People get that away before you. He was in sweatpants and had an erection. Um, I enjoy looking at women naked. Do you ever worry that Michael Jackson uh, slept with a bunch of kids just because he had a tiny dick? If your house is dirty, call Mr. Fisters. <laughs> That's when Miley Cyrus sung about things like cardigans, not her butthole. Uh, yeah, I just want to give a shout out to the convenience store worker who offered me a brown bag for the alcohol I was purchasing in the afternoon. I like the show. Pants pending and drinking and driving. Bad boys, baby. So listen to The Social Hour with Dees and Monica. You can find new episodes every Wednesday on socialhourpod.com, iTunes, and pantspending.com. We'll see you there. Want to talk back, talk trash, or just talk? Call the Hustle Hotline. If we like your message, we'll play it on the air. Just call 401-379-4-What's-Your-Hustle. That number again is 401 379 or W-Y-H, or 4994. Come on, bring it on if you got it. All right, come on, guys. You said we'd do a new promo. Let's do it! No, 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 nuh-uh. Do we have to? Please? Why? Everybody already knows the show comes out every Friday. Yeah, and it's on iTunes, Google Play, Satchel, Stitcher, Spoke, and Nerd.PantsPending.com. Uh, people who tune into this show know it's funny. We'll talk about damn near anything. We're busy guys, and we don't have time for this. Can I at least take what we just said, toss in some clips, and call it good? <gasps> you wouldn't. Man, I feel like these three kids in a trench coat are cops. Scatter, boys! I like cheese. I like bacon. Let's try bacon Mexican cheese. I will not submit to that yeah. joke ever again. Only once did he let me use him as Dr. Cockring. Yeah, got shot in the face. My kid shows it to all her friends. <laughs> <laughs> I need a freaking exterminator so I can stop camping. I started as a guest and then they hired me. This isn't camping. This is colonialism. <laughs> we, we come to the woods and brought our karaoke. You uncultured trees. It's sodomized if they're adults. Thanks for the <laughs> clarification. Next yes, time sir. I'm in court, I'll be like, Your Honor! How dare you! You're you're a monster! I will not be manipulated! The never-ending random cheese. discussion from your friends at the Pants the Pending time. Studios Podcast Network. On your mark. Get set, hustle! All right, welcome back to the hustle. Woo! Uh, we're going to we need a little break. Uh, we're going to start off with this. So buckle up. From the emaciated hands of his news orphans to your greedy ears, it's Travis Powell and Hustle News. All right, up first. 
Police seek robbers who shared treats with victims during heist. What? Houston police released surveillance video of a robbery of a donut shop in the city as they hunt for a trio who, in addition to stealing money, handed out sweets to some of the victims in the process. Well, at least they were nice. Yeah. About stealing. Right? The victim shows, sorry, the video shows three masked individuals entering the shop on October 16th in the afternoon. One brandishing a, a handgun steals money from the cash register while uh, another uh, takes two customer cell phones. The the phone bandit uh, gestures uh, towards the customers and seems to be talking to them, possibly even taking an order. <laughs> the person then uh, uh, peruses the sweets behind the counter, chooses two treats, and offers them to the customers sitting by the window. The other two robbers, meanwhile, rob the employees. The three fled by foot and remain at large, according to a statement by the Houston police. The individuals are wanted for aggravated robbery with a deadly weapon. And, of course, you can check out the heist. Uh, really, you can actually go to YouTube and check this out. But uh, here's the video. Uh, you guys can't see it, but go to YouTube. Check this out. Um, Hi, I get to see it. Yay. Yeah. Here's the surveillance video. <laughs> They are in a random okay. donut shop. Guy jumped over counter. Yeah. Uh, wow, look at that swagger. Yeah, right? Other guy jumps over counter. Uh, one guy yelling at... Uh, He's almost like, you folks want anything? No, you're good? I mean, we're going to steal some stuff, but you all want a donut? You want a donut? You all want some? I mean, he's, he's nice. He's a nice Texan. He's just like, y'all ladies want a donut? You, you having a nice day? All right. So then they they change angles. You got one guy hops the counter. And goes back there. Another guy hops the counter. Did they steal from the customers? They took they the cell phones. Oh, okay. They just so they wouldn't call. So they wouldn't call the police. Yeah. But he's and being then, nice about it. Yeah, he's like, oh, man, sorry for the inconvenience. Yeah, right. He's Here's like, some donuts. Yeah, right. They're like, ladies, we're going to give you a couple of donuts for free today. Just, just for the inconvenience <laughs> of having your shit robbed and, you know, uh, stealing money from this register. Yeah, the one guy who's do- who's doing that, he's just talking the whole time to him. Yeah. So I guess he's reassuring him. Yeah. He's finding like, out what they want. Yeah, he's like, nothing's gonna happen. You all want a crawler? You want you want a you want a maple bacon donut? You know, maybe a maybe a coffee? No, no oh, coffee. All man, right. Maple bacon donut. All right. I know. And then yeah, they go wide angle. Oh, sorry. What was that? Um. But yeah, he goes back. He goes and gets a couple of donuts. There's like <laughs> just two people just hanging out by the window. He gives them. The donuts. You still have their phones? Yeah. Back? Yeah, I don't think he. I don't think he gave the phones back. Oh. But then they just casually leave, like they just casually left the donut shop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're gonna be like robbing a place, right? You can, you can be cool about it. That was right? like the <laughs> nicest robbery I've ever seen ever, though. I mean, they they were like so casual. They walked through. It was almost like the guys behind the counter were just like hanging out. They're just like the the employees were just like, "Hey, yeah, I guess you can have my wallet. I guess you want me to open the register. We're great. Okay, okay, awesome. Here's your donuts, ma'am. You know, have a nice day. Thanks for the robbery." And then they just walked out of the store. They didn't even run. It was very casual. Yeah, they just were like, "We're just three <laughs> gentlemen here on a heist. How are you this afternoon? Great, <laughs> the great donut heist. Right, yeah, 2017. Yeah, no, and they didn't even steal any donuts for themselves either. They just handed the donuts yeah. to the ladies, and they, they were just like, "We're just here for the money." Well, that's what I thought yeah. you were, when you were started. This is like, yeah. oh man, if I was if I was ever to rob a place, and I wouldn't for any future notice. <laughs> 
for any law enforcement <laughs> agency. Yeah. Uh, I would be, if it was like a place I liked eating, it'd be like, all right, give me all your money and a Big Mac. Right. Oh, that wouldn't be a Big Mac. I hate McDonald's. <laughs> give me all your money and a Whopper. And a Whopper, yeah. Right. I mean, they didn't even steal, like, it would be, like, left with, like, a little baggie of donuts. Like, yeah. nothing. Like, they didn't grab a couple for the road. They all looked yeah. in shape, though. <laughs> they did look like they were in shape. Like, they they were, even on a heist, they're like, no, I can't even break it. No. I, oh, I, I can't do the, the carbs. No, I got to get the, I got to hit the gym later. So, <laughs> fuck this. No. Nope. Yeah. I got to earn. I got to build up some Weight Watchers points. Right. <laughs> I got to do a little bit more cardio. <laughs> And they weren't even running like that. Yeah, I don't no, think they, they weren't running. They might have run after they left the the door, but they were very polite, very polite robbers. You know, they were very gentlemen. Based on their body language. Yeah. Did you actually see a gun? I didn't see a gun. I, I didn't see a gun. I think they might have, one of them might have had one, but it was a small handgun, if anything. It wasn't All like, right. it wasn't like a shotgun or anything, but yeah. They weren't just, waving it in people's faces. No, they were so polite. Yeah. They were so polite. Which, of course, is the polar opposite of our next story. Oh, no. Hockey coach gives kids outrageously obscene pep talk and then gets canned. What the fuck? Do you it, have audio of it? I believe I might. Let's oh! see. I have a news story, at least, uh, <laughs> which I'm sure they'll bleep, They'll put all the bleeps. But Oh, no, wait. Oh, oh, wait. I think there is actual footage. Yes, there is. Hold on. Oh, shit. I'll find it. Uh, so he wanted the kids fired up. Now he gets fired. Waka, waka, waka. An unnamed youth hockey coach was dismissed Friday after his unhinged pep talk emerged on social media, according to multiple news outlets. Oh, no. Deadspin was among uh, the first news sites to post the clip, uh, which must be seen to be believed. Before an October 6th game, the assistant coach screamed to his uh, to his players, on the Bantam A Black U14 hockey team of Littleton, Colorado Hockey Association. Quote, I want to see you sticking your hands up these guys' asses and working them like a fucking puppet. <laughs> what? Wow. Oh, wow. He later yelled about the opposing team, quote, I want to see you beat up Green Mountain. Fuck Green Mountain. Fuck their coaches. Fuck their wives. Fuck their friends. Oh, shit. How old are these kids? Uh, oh, they're like they're like like middle school. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> told by told by those in the room, he could be heard elsewhere. The coach responded, "I don't care." Here's the unfiltered rant, which Whoa! did we tell you is obscene and could be disturbing to anyone who's going to be a sports parent someday. Here we go. I'm turning you up a little. <laughs> Let's go! 
Holy shit. Okay, I'm though. fired up. Let's go. Okay, though. Fuck Green Mountain. Fuck Green Mountain. Fuck Green Mountain. Oh, man. Fuck Green Mountain. Fuck, gotta go to Colorado. Fuck those guys. I'm gonna work them like a fucking puppet. Oh, God. But did you hear the kids? Like, if you, um. Everybody, let's get Green Mountain. Get Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck their wives. Fuck their friends. Fuck their friends. I don't care. I don't care who hurt us. Okay, we're coming to Colorado. And if we're coming to Green Mountain, we're coming for you. Timmy, stop crying. You get that hockey stick up that Green Mountain player's ass. Yeah, we're going to stick it up your ass. God damn it. Yeah. Get a chicken mic and work it up his ass. But yeah, do you see those kids, though? If In the video, the kids are fucking laughing. I mean, to, to, any, to, this, to this coach's credit. And I'm gonna I'm gonna be pro coach on this one. Oh, okay. To the coach's credit. Now, granted, his language salty. <laughs> That's an understatement. Okay. Not exactly used for children. <laughs> However, okay. he had their attention. Oh yeah. He had them laughing. He had them fired up. He had them focused. He had them out there at the end of the speech. They were like, "Yeah, let's fucking go!" Like they were ready. Like, oh, he I was gave, fired up. And then, like, the he was laughing along with them. Like, he was having a good time with the speech. He wasn't, like, angry. Yeah. He was just really fired up. He was using the wrong language, <laughs> clearly. Is there a transcript of it? Uh, I need a transcript. <laughs> I mean, outside of just the quotes, and that was literally what he was saying. I mean, like, the, the quotes I read, and then... They were like, "Coach, coach, people can hear you." And he goes, "I don't, I don't care." Like he was laughing when he said, "I don't care." Um, but yeah, the literally it was, "I want to, I want to see you sticking your hands up these, up these guys' asses and working them like a fucking puppet." I want to see you beat up Green Mountain, fuck Green Mountain, fuck their coaches, fuck their wives, fuck their friends. And then they're like, "Coach, coach, everybody can hear you." And the guy go, the coach goes, "I don't care." And then he's like, "Good out there, have a you have a good game." Blah blah blah. You know. I mean, was he actually paid or was he just a volunteer? He was. Uh, he's he's a league coach, so probably, uh, probably just a you know a volunteer, I guess. You know, most yeah. most of those leagues are they're not paid. Yeah, I'd figure. Uh, the league, however, was informed of the coach's speech through a complaint from USA Hockey. The Denver Post reported, uh, "Quote this unfortunate event." is not a representation of our association and out of respect for the families and the sport, we are diligently working to correct the situation. The league president, George Stadeuher, uh, said in a statement to CBS affiliate in Denver, the coach issued an apology to both teams, according to the station. Oh, they fired him. Oh, but I mean, he was, he was good. I want to see you sticking your hands up and high-fiving these guys and working them. In a team manner, good with sportsmanship. <laughs> I have no idea where I'm heading with this, but I want you to have a good game <clears throat> and be very good sports with Green Mountain. And I want you to have a nice word with their coaches. And I want you to have a nice word with their wives. And I want you to go fuck a camel. Oh, wait, what? No, you didn't say that. <laughs> you didn't say that one. <laughs> oh, it just, anytime, uh, it just reminds me of, and we've talked at length about this before, <laughs> and I love telling people about it, is the TV version of Die Hard 2. Yes. <laughs> Yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Falcon. Uh, uh, you're a real rascal. 
no, he's a motherfucker. He's a motherfucker. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Oh. Yeah, hey, motherfucker. <laughs> Mr. Falcon. Mr. Falcon. It's just the worst dub over God. ever. Oh. It's fantastic. Oh, and uh, for choose your news coming up, uh, Brazilian, uh, uh, I guess, uh, model contestants are wearing a new kind of bikini this season. Choose your news. All right. Since it's just Adam. Ooh, I get a chance. Yeah. I get the cowbell. <laughs> I think I should just take it this time. Just take it. Take it. Hide it. Run with it. All right. Miss Bum Bum Brazil contestants wear blank keenies. To protest sexual harassment. Burka Kinis? I'm sorry, no. Uh, but it starts with a B. Oh. Bakinis? No. I guess that would be too obvious. Too obvious. Uh, bagel Kinis. It's a type of food, but no. Baguette Kinis. No, but it's not bread. I'm having B-word food problems. Um, blood pudding keenies. Uh, no, but it's what's for dinner. Beef keenies? Yes! <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> ah, the Miss Bum Bum Brazil contestants wear beef keenies to protest sexual harassment. What is that even? What, how? What? Now? What? The shit? That's what they look like. Okay, they're not... Actually, isn't wouldn't you? I yeah. wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want straight up raw beef hanging on my naughty parts. Yeah, I think they're wearing something underneath, yeah. at least on the on, down near their and uh, you know, <laughs> down near there. And uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, because you wouldn't want raw beef dripping in the and uh, yeah, no, it's not not good, you know, <laughs> gonna put any kind of beef near there, it's. Not going to be that kind of beef. No, oh. <laughs> no sir. No, sir. <clears throat> Some contestants. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Some contestants in a Brazilian beauty pageant decided. Um, oh, sorry. Let me start over. Some contestants in a Brazilian beauty contest dedicated. Hmm, I can read. Uh, to finding the nation's best behind our Oh, just give it to me. Just, oh, okay. just give it to me. Everybody's <laughs> doing the bread dance now. Come on, Travis. Do you the locomotion. <laughs> Some contestants in a Brazilian beauty pageant dedicated to finding the nation's best behind are protesting sexual harassment. Oh, best behind. I get it. Like a behind. Uh, ah, that's why waka, dramatically waka, it just waka. didn't seem. Ah, there we yeah, go. Yeah, they, they might have been stretching that. There we go. And they're doing it with a, a photo op straight out of Lady Gaga's handbook. The infamous Miss Bum Bum Brazil pageant takes place Monday evening in Sao Paulo as part of the hype five. Sao Paulo? Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo. 
Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo. I like how you pronounced it. Let's uh, go with that. All right. As part of the hype, five of the women whose keisters are uh, competing uh, decided to pose in beef kinis reminiscent of the all-meat dress Gaga wore in the 2010 MTV Video Music Awards. The photos are being used for the official invites uh, to the posterior pageant. Now, in its seventh year, the women spent eight hours on the shoot and are collectively wearing about 110 pounds of beef, which is actually... How many women are there? There are... uh, Oh, all together? Yeah. Um, It does not say. But at least five of them care about sexual harassment. Okay. How many many pounds are they wearing? 110 pounds of beef. Okay, so if it's 11 ladies, they're wearing 10 pounds of beef each. Well, there's... Does that make sense? 110 pounds, how many ladies? Well, there's five of them, and they're wearing 110 pounds of beef collectively. Okay, so each woman is wearing 22 pounds of beef. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't yeah. sure if it was just the five or if there were more. Oh, no, yeah, no, just the five. 22 pounds of beef. Yeah. Hanging on you for eight hours. Yes. That's going to stink. That is not... Hygienic. There's a lot of things That's I'm not really interested gross. in here wow. with that. I mean, no matter how attractive these ladies may be, that's just gross. Mm. Mm. Organizers. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> I never know where things are. Organizers. Ah! <laughs> oh, there it is. Yeah. Ugh. Organizers insist there's a message behind the meaty swimwear. Quote, women are not just a piece of meat, according to Splash News. Oh, Any... that's the reason? Yeah. Like, I agree with that. I just think that they're going about it in a way that doesn't make any fucking sense. Right. Just like Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh. Anything that calls attention to sexual assault and harassment is a good thing, but they're, but you're forgiven if you suspect the, quote, beef kinis are actually just part of a publicity stunt. Miss Bum Bum organizers have been known for pushing any and all buttons to raise attention for this event. Last year, the pageant offended Brazilian Catholics by having the contestants reenact Leonardo da Vinci's The Last Supper. Ooh, which I gotta find pictures of that. I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh man. I'll find that in a minute. Who did um, they, how did they pick the Jesus one? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they were about. I just, oh, God. So, just, I mean, how skinny they are. It's like, can I have 110 pounds of meat with a side of ribs? I mean, look at these rib bones are just sticking out on some of these ladies. Dear God. I mean, I just, they look healthy. There's some of them, except for, like, lady number five. You can see, like, her ribs are just poking through. Like, she's doing the whole, like, side pose, and her rib cage is, like, just protruding. So you're saying she should be eating that she beef should instead of wearing, wearing it? it? Yeah, she should cook that shit up. <laughs> oh, and finally, from one of my favorite places in the whole wide world. Oh, no. Florida. Uh. <laughs> Florida Church apologizes for accidental innuendo. And I love how it's accidental. We'll get there. Uh, accidental innuendo on its sign. Hmm. I mean, that's the kind of the new thing at least is gaining more steam is churches are trying to get attract people by having funny signs instead of yeah uh, i've seen the jesus good devil bad details inside at least four different times in different churches around this town right yeah i mean they're trying to get people's attention uh but oh lord a church in edgewater florida is begging for forgiveness after posting a message that some 
Well, most people interpret it as being sexual in nature. Last week, the Bella Vista Baptist Church posted a message on it, on an outdoor sign that read, Forgiveness is swallowing when you want to spit. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck? Yep. What? What? An Instagram user who goes by the name Catherine three zero six zero nine eight posted a photo of the sign with the comment, I think someone is a little mad at their wife. Nicely done, Catherine. Although the message could be considered an oral sex innuendo, church officials insist they meant nothing vulgar. Well, I can... Okay. I can... <laughs> I can almost see this as, okay. a, as a mistake. From what part of the Bible okay, do you think this came from? All right. I will tell you. There is a, a, a phrase or a parable or a explanation okay. in the Bible uh-huh. about how uh, if you want to, like, I can't paraphrasing and I really can't remember where this was found, mm-hmm. uh, but it's like uh, God wants you to, he doesn't want you to be lukewarm about things. Uh-huh. He wants you to be either like, if you're hot about it, great. If you're. Doesn't want you to be cold about it. If you're lukewarm about it, he'll spit you from your mouth. His mouth. It's a. I don't know what that is, but I know that that is that is a phrase. It is a parable or an analogy. It's not the best one. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up because I can see that you're like hustle hotline full of shit. Oh. Okay, so while you're doing that, representatives of the church told Orlando TV station WKMG the sign was, quote, completely innocent and was, quote, intended as encouragement to forgive. The church removed the message and told the station, quote, we apologize if anyone was offended. But, yeah, just, this is so great. Uh, Revelation 316. Oh. Apparently in the New International Version says, So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you from my mouth. Oh. Even God's not a swallower. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. Oh. If you don't commit, he will spit. Oh. So saith the Lord. Waka waka. Who wants to hear a funny ass joke? Jesus. <laughs> exactly. Ah, <laughs> ah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Gotta love a good Baptist church. Oh. <laughs> He's being sacrilegious. Get him. <laughs> what? No, I wasn't. I was just following my, my teachings from childhood. Oh, don't worry. Oh, I'm going to hell for a lot of other if things. They, if <laughs> that angry mob throws a stone at you, then they're throwing a stone at them. Whoever's without sin, cast the castrate the first Sav- Travis. But that's not how it goes at all. I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. That's not how it goes at all. I'm pretty sure that's... God says all Travises should be castrated. <laughs> Oh, oh, God, I almost want to have people call the Hustle Hotline with their own interpretations of the Bible. <laughs> I just do. But that's totally going to get us in trouble. Oh, God. Oh, well, that whole meat bikini you're wearing to protest s- protest stuff is bad. I don't know where I'm <laughs> going with that. Sorry. 
So since Thanksgiving's coming up, and even if you if you if you follow it or not, or if you do the thing or not, how about this? Instead of a beef bikini, call the Hustle Hotline with what you'd wear instead of a beef bikini. 401-379-4994. Give us any old thing, whatever it be may be. And it doesn't even have to be a bikini. It could be a moo-moo, it could be like, you know, jeggings, it could be shoes, like give us a food related bit of clothing. Okay, if you that? had to wear meat. Ooh. For an article of clothing, Ooh. what article of clothing would you wear meat for? Oh man, I think I would wear like a like a shirt, uh, um, mm-hmm. like a shirt. Uh, but it would be like my nipples are cold just thinking. Right? Oh, but it'd be so good. Um, <laughs> I would say like um, oh maybe like a turkey, like but not like the one from the deli because it gets dry. Like it'd get dry super quick. Maybe like the slices you get from like the store, like in the packages. Do you want it to be wet? Well, because it'd stick more. It'd be like adhering oh. more. It'd be like one of those muscle shirts, you know, Ugh. like the Under Armour shirts, Gross. like an Under Armour shirt of turkey slices, <laughs> you know. And then like you could peel it off to where like if you needed to, like say like instead of rolling up your sleeves, like if it's too hot, you could just peel off the sleeve and eat some. Oh God, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> depends on how long it. I mean, after like maybe eight or 10 hours, like these ladies, maybe not. But I mean, like maybe if I'm stuck in traffic, I'm heading to work. Be like, maybe I want a turkey slice off, it's my, hot. off my forearm. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of different a lot of different things converge. I'm baking in my own juices. Why to not? To the perfect storm of eating your turkey shirt. Yeah, a little a little, a little natural salt comes off of me. Why not? No. 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 What would you wear if it was a clothing oh. food combination? Um, you know have to what? Be like meat could be a oh okay. Be any uh, old food. I would wear a a licorice rope wristband because I don't want to wear turkey slices. <laughs> I don't want to wear meat. <laughs> what about like you could wear like a vegetable, like a leaf, uh, like a leaf under, like leaf under, like a vegetable leaf underpants or something. Like, um, you know, like I don't lettuce leaf underpants. Uh, I can't. I don't want anything with texture rubbing down there oh okay like if i ever get like a hole like i immediately have to throw those out all right because yeah. it chafes like it chafes <laughs> <laughs> it does <laughs> be like a like a like a cantaloupe hat okay. like, i i, ugh, I like hate you, cantaloupe okay like a like a melon hat you get like a watermelon like you uh, hollow it out watermelon like, god name a food i like i don't know damn um <laughs> Be a, be a, I don't know what you like. Um, be a, be a tofu, a tofu earring. I don't know. <laughs> tofu earring. Slimy. God, you're so picky. I, uh, <laughs> Jesus. What's wrong with you? I, uh, I am picky. <laughs> I don't know why. I, okay. Never, I never liked watermelon, but my entire family did. I never yeah. liked cantaloupe, but my entire family did. I never liked crab or imitation crab, but my entire family does. I never liked fish very much, but my entire family does. You're just a rebel. That's I'm, I'm a pain in the ass. <laughs> what is about, what I am. What about waffle shorts? Like Eggo waffle shorts? Yes. Like cargo short size, like waffle, not like the tight shorts, but like down to like your knees, waffle shorts. Yeah. Those are waffle shorts. You add some chicken to that. Oh yeah, chicken and waffle shorts. I'll yeah. do the chicken and waffle shorts. Chicken and waffle shorts. Yes, <laughs> got it. Oh, so see those examples. Call the hotline. What is that number again? That is four zero one three seven nine 
4994. Damn. Good job, Damn, son. I'm good. You are. Because I had it like right there on my phone. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. It was right there. Okay. Someday I'll memorize it. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, Someday. I've thought about it too. But. Yeah. Uh, just a reminder if you want to see who, uh, there are stakes to the bet on who won the character smash between yes. Steven and Will. So here's the stakes if you didn't hear. Yeah, I didn't hear. Um, Go to last week's show, listen, and then call the hotline and say who you thought did the best series of characters and maybe even throw in the best character. And uh, if Will wins, then him and Steven have to watch uh, Tomb Raider, the movie with Angelina Jolie together. (sighs) And if Steven wins, Will and Steven have to watch Pixels together. And of course, (laughs) yeah, them's the snakes. Ouch! Oh, for the love of God, somebody just picked Snake River. (laughs) Uh, And uh, of course, if they do that, uh, and you are a patron, you'll probably see that in their commentary on Patreon because they're going to record it. Uh, Those are the stakes. A bet happened. A gentleman's bet happened, and you weren't even here. Oh my God! And it wasn't. It didn't have to involve partial nudity and freezing temperatures. Wow, that's amazing! (laughs) Holy shit! No one had to wear waffle pants out (laughs) in Riverfront Park with a sign that says "Want a taste? Want a taste?" (laughs) Yes. Oh, oh good God, God. Yes. Uh, so uh, <laughs> check that out. Become a awesome. patron, and you'll have so much extra content. Hell yeah! Um, my computer completely died, or I'd be uh. working on my ch- my sl- uh, select your own occurrence novel. So I'll try uh. to work on that. I to- keep trying to get that started. I should just do like a couple of pages, and then like send it to you, and be like, "Here's what I got." Yeah, but you, you've been busy. Uh, we've all been a little busy. So I'm going to try to keep working on mine. I know I really want to see that happen because I yeah. think it would be fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Become a patron. Visit our Patreon. Thank you guys so much. It's time for this time of the show. What I learned this week. All right. Uh, Travis, what did you learn on this week's episode of The Hustle? I learned that if uh, I'm going to rob a donut shop, or any kind of shop that I'm going to be nice to the people that are in there. Sure, I'm going to take all their shit so they can't call the cops and, like, ruin my heist. But I'm going to make sure that they get a little something, a little swag. So if it's, like, a donut shop, I'm going to give them donuts. If it's a bank, maybe I hand them a little of the money. Because, <laughs> like, why the fuck not, right? You make you them as- accessories, then they hopefully they won't turn you in. Exactly. A bit like, hey, I gave you $1,000. Shut the fuck up. Why not? Be friends. Yeah. Uh, and I learned that there's a new mystery sweeping Monroe Street in Spokane. <laughs> what the fuck does make a vet your pet mean? I don't know! What is it? Mean? I don't know! God damn it! I don't know! Oh, oh. hey, Will. What you, Will. What'd you learn? Will. Because he does this when you're not here. Will. Fuck you, Will. He doesn't, he doesn't learn shit. <laughs> he didn't learn shit. He learned um, that there's a lot of country music fans out there that still follow Garth Brooks. That's what he's oh, learning shit, right apparently. now. He's, in, he's apparently in Spokane for seven nights of shows. He's going to make shit. so much fucking money. Holy shit. Well, have you seen the tickets? They're like 250 bucks For even the shitty seats? Yeah. God damn yeah, it. Yeah, and it's seven nights, and then you've got to like pack the arena, so do the fucking math there. Oh, you know? God. Yeah. He's making bank. Uh, I do. Uh, when I was... Uh, when I was forced to listen to country, I found his uh-huh. songs the least egregious. 
Are I think more- the Thunder Rolls almost has a place in my heart. Were you more of a Chris Gaines guy? Oh fuck! I don't even yeah. think I've ever listened to the Chris Gaines stuff. Yeah, I love but, that. But like, if yeah. you have interviews with him, he seems like a super nice guy. Yeah, I think uh, I gotta talk to Slim and be like, "Hey, did you guys? Did you get in on that? Because I know I know him now. I, I met him finally. He was one of the guys from from uh, the local country station. Oh town. really? Yeah, we got to do Traverse's episode with him. It was pretty fun. Oh nice! So. Oh shit! That's what I was gonna tell you. Yeah, I want to do. Uh, uh, I want to do a Traverses with you. Yeah. It's a game for, I think, SNES, the Penn and Teller released. And one part of it is you have to drive from Arizona to Vegas. And it's an eight-hour drive. This sounds amazing. <laughs> we got to try We've got to fucking do this. Oh I, I, I listened to a podcast called The the World's Worst or something, and it did, they uh, talk about the worst things, and that was one of the things oh for video games. Oh, my God. I've never even heard of this. We have to do it. Oh, my God, yes. yes. I'll, I'll look. I'll do more research. Oh, my God, die. All right, oh uh, the hustle is an inter- copyrighted internet broadcast. Any, I don't have the blurb in front of me. Don't don't step on our shit. Get yeah. our permission. Yeah, uh, you need written consent and or, all that or shit. Adam will show up a day late to your house and he won't cut any of your fucking wood for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck you. And you'll talk to your grandma. Your Travis will show up wearing a turkey shirt and waffle and chicken shorts and make you eat it all. Yeah, baby. Right off of me. With my natural salt gravy. Oh, no. Mm, salt gravy. <laughs> <sighs> so gross. <laughs> oh, I have to do this. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next week, hopefully, folks. I might not be here, so it might be a Will and Travis show. Yeah. Uh, we'll find out. We'll find out. Uh, we have to stop talking now. Bye! This podcast is a Pants Pending Studios production. And part of the Pants Pending Studios podcast network. Find more of our great shows just by searching Pants Pending in your podcatcher. For more information or to contact us directly, visit us at pantspending.com. Please subscribe to this show, share it with your friends, like it on Facebook, and rate it on iTunes. And we thank you for making us a part of your listening day. Pants Pending. 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 Studios. <laughs> <laughs> now, like my only my only thing that ever has popped up on an actual DVD for an actual movie is I'm in a I'm in special features for Mumford, which I was like that's pretty sweet. I was like I'm in like one shot and on the special features. I was like that's pretty cool. Like I me. Mean, oh, it's the band. What is Mumford? Mumford is a movie uh, that Lawrence Kasdan did uh, that I've worked on. Oh, that's right. You were uh, talking about the guy who, when he directed Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Well, no, he. Uh, well, he did. The Jedi? No, he did. He did Empire. Yeah. Uh, and he wrote Empire, and he wrote Jedi. Um, but uh, or helped write. No, uh, Kirshner directed Jedi, but I think he wrote. He helped write. Helped write Jedi. He did one of them. Yeah, and um, Kasdan helped write, write Empire and Jedi, um, but. Uh, but no, he did a. It was like this romantic comedy about a guy who cons his way into this small town as a psychiatrist, and uh, I was a lighting stand-in for the main actor of the movie. And so, in the special features, there's this shot of like Kasdan talking to us, like in between shots, like he's he's showing us, like okay, so like he's blocking a shot basically. So was he actually doing it, or is he posing for? No, he was actually doing oh, it. Okay. Like they actually had a camera, like somebody was filming us. While he was talking to us about this shot, and so like I'm like there's dopey me and like in my, co- or in my uh, 
my set or my, my, my set clothes and everything. And I'm just like, Oh my God, that's me. That's, that's cool. I don't say anything, but there, you can see me just standing there next to Kasdan as he's walking us through the scene. And I'm like, Oh, that's pretty cool. But I'm like, Oh, like there I am. Like if you pause, you go, Oh, there's, there's me next to Kasdan. And I'm like, that's pretty sweet. But you know, for me, I'm like, that's, that was so cool. The experience. I mean, I got to live it. So I was just going, that's fucking sweet. I got to hang out with Lawrence Kasdan uh, for a while that was, and got to talk to him about some things. So I got to nerd out like super, super fucking bad about lots of things. And he's, he's so much fun to hang out with, but, uh, uh, but yeah, it was my own, that's my, been my only thing, you know, that I get to say like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in special features for like one thing. I I have no IMDb credits. The uh, 1999 hit with Lauren Dean, Lauren Hope Dean. Davis and Jason Lee. Yeah. You stood in, you were Jason Lee's stand in. No, I was uh Lauren Dean's stand in. Oh, that's a guy. Yeah. Thought it was a lady. No, Lauren Dean is. Um, oh, there he is. He was in Billy Bathgate. Uh, he was. Uh, if you've seen Say Anything, he was Joe in Say Anything, the the dick uh, ex boyfriend. That was that. Um, that uh, I have seen that movie. Okay, so remember, I have seen it. I'm trying to figure out who. It I'm was, looking at the guy, and I can't figure out who that is. It was the one that. Uh, oh, Alfred Wood. I love her. She is so nice. She's so good. I met like everybody, which was so much fun. I got to meet them at least once. Uh, she's the. Oh man, she's she, so good. She's they wasted her in the Conjuring. They did. Um, that was just a stupid ending. Oh no, they wasted her in Annabelle. I was yeah Annabelle. Annabelle. Sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. No, but they did waste her in Annabelle. No, Hope Davis was really nice. Um, oh, Pruitt Taylor, that guy is such a creep. I mean, uh, he plays creeps. Zoe yeah. Dachanel, did you get a date with her? Uh, no. Damn it. I don't even, I don't, God, she was, oh God, she was, the, I don't know if I ever, Martin Short, did you get a date with him? No, but he God was damn really it. Nice. The thing about Martin Short, and I did get to meet Martin Short. Oh, cool. Uh, was, he was one of the only actors. Oh, Ted uh, Danson. He's awesome. There's a uh, lot of good people in this movie. Yeah, there's Is tons it a good of people. good movie? It's fun. Oh. It's a fun movie. Now, a lot of these big name guys are only in the movie for like a few minutes. They like play like patients of his, which is oh. really fun. Um, but Mar- Martin Short, one of the nicest guys, I swear to God, one of the nicest actors I've ever met ever. He, I've heard that from him or about him. Yeah, he's one of those guys. Like one of my favorite days ever. He was one of those guys who went from uh, while we're all like having lunch. He went from the because everybody separated out. We had like the director's table, like first unit. Frank's first unit, second unit had like their own spot, you know, where we're all talking and hanging out, you know, eating lunch. Oh, you guys got into clicks? It it was, it wasn't like, it was like forced clicky. Like they set us up, you know, so like I was with second unit. So it was like the assistant director and the lighting guys and those, and the um, um, director, uh, the uh, cinematographer and all that. And the, some of the actors and all this. And, and then uh, the director and everybody else, you know, would hang out. And so Mar- Martin would go from, like, that table with the actors and the director and everybody. And then he ended up, like, satelliting around. Like, he would talk to everybody. He'd go to the crew guys. He'd go to the he'd go to the day players. He'd go to the set guys who, like, nobody would talk to, like the, lab- like, the labor guys. And he would just hang out and just ask people, like, how their day was. It was so fun to, like, walk around with him. He'd just be, like, you know, just checking in on everybody, seeing how their day was. It was just so cool. Like, he would talk to everybody like they were a person, no matter who they were. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. And so, like, and there were other actors who were just, like, real, like, they're almost, I want to say they're real method. So, like, some of the people who were being jerks in the movie were just jerks all the time, which was, like, oh, or they're, like, get away from me, I'm eating, or, like, leave me alone, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my thing. And it was fine. But Martin 
stood out to me because he would talk to Kasdan the same way he would talk to an extra and oh. or talk to somebody who was just like behind the ropes, like watching from the because we were doing a lot of location stuff. So he'd see a fan like watching and he talked to them just the same way. And it was so much fun to watch, you know. Uh, but yeah, it was a fun experience. There's a lot of location shoots. So it was like we got to go around a lot of places that I knew because it was my hometown area. So I got to also educate them on some places and go like, oh, you know, like talk about stuff. So when we, like when we were bored and one needed to do stuff, I was like, we should go hang out at this place. It's really fun. And we would go do those things when we had time. Uh, but yeah, fun experience. I'm listening. I'm I'm looking yeah. up the movie. Yeah, I'm trying to see if you're in the IMDb. Oh, I'm not. You're not. I'm not because they didn't. You're not in the crew. I didn't get to finish out, which sucked. Oh. Something happened, and I ended up not getting to finish out, which really sucked. Oh, so wait. You, even though you worked on it, they're not. They wouldn't list you because you didn't finish the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah. Well, there was this uh, fucking. Oh, you don't have to yeah. explain if you don't want to. Oh no. Yeah, it was just a real shitty situation that happened. It was short version was uh, I didn't meet up with um, um, costume, my costume department uh, soon enough. So what happens is with a lighting stand-in, you're supposed to dress just like the actor. So they set up the lighting and the shots around me before the actor steps in. Well, I was wearing the wrong colors. Oh. And they set up the whole shot around what I was wearing, which oh, was shit. completely opposite of what the actor was wearing. So they wasted a shitload of time oh. and lighting and everything else around me. So they let me go because I wasted a lot of time and money, basically. Yeah, it was really bad. Um, so I didn't get oh, to finish no. out because what happened was I missed. I was like, guys, I need wardrobe. Like, I need them. I need my stuff. And they were like, we'll get it to you. We'll get it to you. And then they ended up putting me in the van and moving me to location, and nobody caught up with me. Oh, and that's then, not your fault. And I, so I tried to tell them. I was like, guys, I need my stuff. Like, they can't put me up there. They're like, no, we need to move. We need to move because it was nighttime, and they needed to move before the daylight happened. And before morning happened and I was like oh shit so I was like guys I'm like they're like we'll figure it out we'll figure it out like they kept telling me we'll figure it out and then finally they were like yeah we wasted like Kasdan was like what do you mean we're like we've got Lauren up there and he was like what the fuck's going on and I was like yeah this is what happened and he's like oh god okay so we have to we just scrubbed like an hour that sucks okay so you got you got laid off you got fired yeah for something that wasn't even your fault yeah for the loss of an hour's worth yeah. of time, yeah, yeah it sucked. <laughs> it's fucking yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, but it's money. You know, it's money. It's time. Well, it's how much that. did an hour cost? I don't know. They didn't tell me, but enough, that, enough to okay. where they said because I'm not union and everything else. They just said, you know, you're done. Uh, they said bye. And oh, I was you were like, a scab. Good. I was a scab. Yeah, good. No. You got fired for good. <laughs> Get him. I wasn't union. I was trying to get in. On this was my first job. I didn't mean it. It totally sucks. I know you got to get your hustle on, so I pray. Pants pending. <laughs> <laughs>